I just said to Ashley, this is a cool interview. I'm telling you, wait till you see this interview. I, there's four gems here that every one of us, healthy, unhealthy, you're going to walk away. I promise you, you're going to have a list of notes of things that you need to do right now. Cheap and easy, but life-changing. That's all I'm going to say, because you're going to jump into this and you're going to be like, why didn't anyone tell me this? Check it out. Hey, I want to tell you about one of our sponsors, Cyto Detox. Look, podcasts cost money. There's a lot of production uh, going around this, but uh, we are grateful to have Cyto Detox as one of the sponsors. It's so easy for me to talk about the product because myself and my family use it constantly as we practice what I preach for over 15 years. I've talked about and taught doctors and the public about cellular detox. And I'll tell you, Cyto was a breakthrough. Cyto was a breakthrough for us. Um, and it's changed so many lives. So we're grateful that they sponsor Cellular Healing TV. It makes sense, doesn't it? They should. If you're listening to this podcast and want to access the amazing Cyto Detox product Dr. Pompa just mentioned, please visit detoxoffer.com. Again, that's detoxoffer.com. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Cellular Healing TV. I'm Ashley Smith, and today we welcome wellness industry pioneer, visionary, and trailblazer, and most recently author of Radical Longevity, Anne Louise Gittleman. Anne Louise is here today to talk about the topics regarding aging that compelled her to write a new book. From parasites and copper and iron toxicity, and much more. Anne Louise has some amazing tried and true tips. So let's get started and welcome Anne Louise and of course, Dr. Pompa to the show. Welcome both of you. Thank you so much, Ashley. What a pleasure to be here with you and Dr. Pompa. Hello, Dr. Pompa. Yes, Anne Louise, gosh, uh, this show, I, I, I think we're going to tap into some areas that we've never talked about um, on this show before but yet need to be discussed because they're affecting people's health, especially those watching. Um, so many people, our viewers, they're health seekers. They're people looking to figure out what's wrong with themselves. They still don't have their energy back. Their hormones are still dysregulated. They're not sleeping, anxiety. These are people who watch the show. And I'll tell you that these topics, I think could uh, absolutely be potential problem. Um, and again, I always say it's not just one thing. These are layers that need peeled off. Once someone gets sensitive uh, to neurotoxins, they become sensitive to all neurotoxins. Let's jump right in to this copper conversation, which I don't know. You know, so few people are having it, but I, I just told you before the show, it's like I'm dealing with someone with major copper toxicity right now. A lot of people have this and don't know it. And then we're going to talk about iron. I talked a little bit about that in the past is again, another big problem that people don't know. And then we're going to get into some parasites and some fun things uh, <laughs> too. So we have a lot to discuss. Let's go right after. I'm going to turn it right over to you. Copper, let's start there. What the heck? I mean, how many people think they're copper toxic? Mercury, of course. Lead, of course. Copper? No, it's kind of like the scourge of the 21st century, Dr. Pompa. And we're not really as aware of copper as we should be. Okay. I was aware way back in the 1970s, 1980s, because I was a very, very uh, a real copperhead, to be quite honest with you. Uh, 
So the concept is, is this, when you have hormones that are dysregulated, you have to look at copper because copper is related to estrogen the way zinc is related to progesterone. And many of us, because we're drinking water from copper water pipes, are getting the wrong kind of copper. Mm. Copper is a two-edged sword, it's a double-edged sword. There's good copper, bioavailable copper, and there's synthetic or inorganic copper that's coming from the copper in your dental fillings that are with the mercury and the tin, the, the tin and the zinc and the silver. You're getting copper from the water pipes, you're getting copper from the IUDs. So environmentally, we're exposed to way too much copper. I think two-thirds of the homes in this country have water that's coming from copper water pipes. So the idea is this, the body was able to evolve naturally with organic copper from foods like avocados and nuts and seeds and tea and even chocolate, but it has not had the ability to really process this inorganic or synthetic copper, the divalent copper, which ends up in the brain, creating all kinds of neurotransmitter issues. I interviewed somebody with, when I wrote my new book, Radical Longevity, that feels that that Alzheimer's is very connected to the increase of copper in the copper water in, in the country. So, a, so Alzheimer's disease has a direct connection to the amount of copper that's coming through the environmental sources. So you've got to get a, you've got to get a, a water filter that, that takes out copper, some sort of reverse osmosis. You've got to look at your vitamins and minerals and get rid of the copper that's in those vitamins and minerals because most of the time it's not food-based. And you've got to do whatever you can to get rid of the dental mercury fillings as well as the IUD. So copper is a toxin. It's also very helpful for the, for the collagen and the keratin. But if you're not taking the right kind, it can displace the bioavailable copper. So it is a real double-edged sword, which is a, a kind of like a hidden, a hidden gem that most people are not looking for or looking at. Oh, I, I couldn't agree more. And RO systems today, I, I think, are the most effective, least that I know of, to getting rid of copper um, because of the, the copper pipes. It's unavoidable. Um, frankly, you know, every house is going to have them somewhere in the house. I mean, they'll, they'll have some PVC and they'll have some copper as well. It will. And you take a look at the antagonistic minerals that I'm sure you're aware of. I think a lot of people are still very zinc deficient. You're looking at molybdenum, yeah. you're looking at manganese, you're looking at vitamin C, you're looking at resveratrol. One of the reasons that I think resveratrol is so important in anti-aging is that it's a copper chelator. It facilitates mm -hmm. the removal of copper. I'm also looking at added lithium, which is another copper facilitator. So all these things are very important to get rid of the excess copper. And all the studies seem to indicate that this has an awful lot to do with the rise in cognitive dysfunction. So if you want to be happy for the rest of your life, you got to get rid of the copper in the environment. I, I couldn't agree more. So zinc, antagonistic of copper is when people are copper poisoned, oftentimes in hospitals, they start to give you zinc, right? Okay. You mentioned lithium. We're not talking about the drug lithium. We're talking about lithium orotate which is a mineral that I agree has a major importance in the brain um, and it has a major importance around copper. Um, you mentioned- um, Manganese wait, is a huge one. Manganese, oh, and molybdenum you mentioned, and right? Molybdenum, which is so anti, it's a very anti-fungal to be quite honest with you. Anti and it's anti-sulfur as well anti-sulfur, right? Because there's an issue between sulfur and copper. Mm -hmm. So the concept here is to do either a tissue mineral analysis or get an oligo scan where you can actually find the intracellular minerals. You'd be so surprised to see how many people are deficient in manganese. Vanadium is another one. Lithium is a third one, the manganese and the molybdenum. Those are five trace minerals that people are not even aware of in this day and age. It's not even on their radar. 
So I, um, let's talk about that testing because I, I think people will ask the question, right? And I'm not a big fan for looking at hair for heavy metals because oftentimes you just don't see it there, right? It, especially when the body's not getting rid of it. You don't but, see it if you're not an excreter, exactly. And then uh, doing, yeah. all, doing all the pushes are really toxic for the liver and the kidneys. So you've yeah. got to do something that's non-invasive. That's why I like this Oligo scan, O-L-I-G-O scan from France that I've been using for my clients. So, okay, and I, I have tested it. My, um, I'm going to be really you know, upfront, right? I, I was skeptical about it. Now, again, that doesn't mean that I don't have conversations and, and maybe there's more I need to learn, right? Because um, you're just looking at the, the tissue uh, in the skin as the, if, correct me if I'm wrong. I mean, I've had it done myself, right? They're looking at the skin, right? Um, as a one tissue, as a representation of the tissue, you know, so it, is that a concern or is there a, something? No, I, I believe in looking intracellularly. So this is all about cellular health. But are we just only looking at the cells in the skin um, in the hand? With my, the, my, explain my the test. Let, let's back up because our viewers, we just went right over most of our viewers' head. I don't want to do that. Let's talk about this test. Okay, let's finish the hair conversation. I love hair for minerals. And you look at mineral balances, right? You know, different mineral ratios, more importantly, mineral, mineral ratios. ratios. Yeah, I love that. I don't like it as much for heavy metals. Agreed. Especially mercury. <clears throat> exactly. Especially mercury. I 100% I agree. But mineral ratios, I love hair, but you have to know someone to read it. And you made the point about the Oligula scan. Let's talk about now. Explain the test and what you like about the test. Let's start there. It's a light-based scan from France, which actually looks at five points on the palm, but it measures yeah. the intracellular vitamins, minerals, and heavy metals. I found it to be exceedingly accurate with people with cognitive dysfunction, problems with ALS, and Parkinson's. We've actually healed people using that particular scan as a assessment to figure out what was going on in the brain. So I'm finding it's exceedingly helpful, and it takes about five minutes for you to get the results of all your vitamins, minerals, your heavy metals, and the ratios as well. I, I found it to be non-invasive and much more helpful than hair or blood. All right. All right, good. So you've had clinical experience with this. I have not, so that, that I respect that. So what do you, you, you know, you've used it. You see a consistency, meaning that if I, if you tested me, and then tested me tomorrow or a week later, you're going to get the same pattern? Yes, because I test myself every two months. I test my clients every two months. Those individuals that have a predisposition to prostate cancer, thyroid cancer, prostate, thyroid, breast, and the other one was pancreatic cancer have a definitive pattern that I've seen in the oligo scan. They're all extremely iodine deficient and toxic in cadmium. I have seen that pattern day in and day out, Dr. Pompa. Okay. All right. Great. And then um, it's, it's an inexpensive scan, right? How much does it typically cost? 80 to $100. That's right. And you get results in five minutes. Those are all positives. Are there any negatives that, you, you know, maybe, I mean, every test has negatives. Are there anything that we should know? To be quite honest with you, I've not seen it. I think it's the, I think it's the best test that's come down the pike in years. It's, it's easier than hair, much more accurate than blood, poop, and urine, because you can miss so many things. I found it to be a godsend, quite frankly. All right. And then what about like um, other people who maybe have had another test that, that we know that they have a certain uh, heavy metal that's elevated? Does it correlate with that? 
I have seen it correlating with mercury, with copper, with lead, and with cadmium. Okay. Okay, great. And then Ashley, um, spell it for Ashley so she can type it in. I'm, I'm trying to mitigate the questions that people are going to be. How do you spell? Because they're going to say, you know, in other words, how the, I want people to be able to ask their doctor, do you have one of these? Because there's going to be people who want them. I think more people are getting them. Um, I'm, you know, I've been getting asked more about it in the last few years. So, um, well, what I see is if people go to a thermography center, that's usually the source of the oligo scan. So it's O L I G O scan, capital S C A N. And I would just Google oligo scan in Florida, oligo scan in Utah, oligo scan in California. And I found it in Washington. There are three practitioners that have it, and I've been exceedingly impressed. How many, uh, how much are the devices? Because I thought it was pretty reasonable. I think you can rent them, quite frankly. Hmm. Yeah, it even makes it more reasonable. Uh, you know, I, I really, you know, based on your clinical experience, I want to actually rent one. Here's what I like to do with things. I rent one and then I use it, compare it, get my doctors, a few of my doctors using it. I think based on your recommendation, it's, it's absolutely worth doing that, so. I mean, how else can you really find out what's in somebody's system on a cellular level? It's, it's very it's difficult very to difficult. do that because you can take all these neuro, what are they called? The biofeedback machines that are out there now, all the kind of um, ball machines and so forth, but I find different results with each machine. This has been clinically consistent with patterns that I've been able to actually document time in and time out. So I'm very impressed. I wouldn't have ever mentioned it to somebody like you if I wasn't that impressed. Yeah, you know, and, uh, and like you, I, I'm skeptical about of those other machines. I've looked at them, I have used them, right? And I've, I've been a, a critic of those, right? So in, in, in all honesty with this, uh, this scan, I, I haven't, I haven't used it. I, you know, so I can only express my concerns, but I want to get, I want to try it. I want to dig deeper in it. I'm going to do that as a and promise. Then, and to then you. let me know. And then let me know what you think. Yeah. And you, and you have to, you're not selling the machines. You have no, no um, I, I have no skin in the game. You have no literally. skin in the game. So I, I like that too. So I, I'm going to take your uh, years of experience here and I'm going to jump in a little deeper. So that's a great conversation. Okay. Copper, you know, we, we just glossed over copper IUD. I said, I had a client who was poisoned. I tell us why, I, certain metals contain copper, obviously, but the IUD, it seems like that really poisons people. Talk about that. And maybe some people don't even really know what we're talking about when we say IUD. So it's an, an intrauterine device that people use for birth control. Now, years ago, they were all copper. My understanding now is that you can get one IUD that is non-copper. So check and see what your IUD is made from, because of all the sources of copper poisoning, that is the most severe that I have found over my 40 years of working this way yeah. after being a copperhead in recovery. Yeah. Yeah, no, me too. That's why I wanted to pull that one out, because I have dealt with some very, very sick people along uh, the way along the years. And it was the IUDs that really got it. And, and again, a lot of some of the things in people's mouths as well, uh, nickel, copper, sometimes those are the hidden heavy metals. Yes, and a little bit of copper can really magnify the toxicity of mercury. And it started in 1996. So we find people much more mercury toxic because of the magnification with the copper. So it's a true catalyst. Yeah. Healthy copper, bioavailable copper in the diet is okay because it's bound together. But the unbound inorganic copper that it's free copper 
ends up in the brain. That's really what the key is. And all kinds of things can go out of whack. Absolutely. You know, and what, do you remember the date there? Amalgam filling, which is that's where 50% mercury. There was a date where they all of them had copper as well, and it made the mercury problem even worse. Do you 1996, remember? because oh. my original dentist was Dr. Hal Huggins, the mercury-free pioneer. So it was 1996. So every amalgam before 1996 had copper as well. Before then, it wasn't as pronounced as it is. It was in 1996. Okay, no, so no, I'm sorry. I said it backwards. I flipped it. 96 after is when they started putting it in. That's my understanding. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Yeah. So that that's uh, that's interesting, which made it even more toxic. Nineteen ninety six. All right. Well, that was me. <laughs> that was all my feelings for sure. But before that, but you know, after that um, was probably the, my children's generation. But anyways, okay. So I have one other question. What about people are using copper peptide? Um, I don't know if you know anything about copper. Pe oh, I, I do that, but that's found copper. That's a completely different animal. That's not like the free and organic copper that we're talking about internally. Yeah, um, G, um, it's the uh, people use it in creams. People uh, do the um, sub Q, G, um, G what, what is it called? G, GS, what is the abbreviation? GSQ, GQ, GKU, CU? Oh yeah, yes, yes, yes. And there, there are these life wave patches that actually can enhance that for the skin as well, where you can wear a little patch, which enhances the enzymes and so forth. That's very different than what we're talking about. Yeah, it is. Okay. GHKCU. In the, it's a peptide. I knew somebody would ask, so I asked the question. It is a must. The peptides are very helpful, very helpful topically. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I actually gave my uh, dog some of that in, in one day, uh, an injury that wasn't healing healed. I read it online about this GHK um, CU peptide and they said, try it on your dog. I just happened to have some and I gave it to the dog and it was miraculous. So yeah, I'm, I'm a fan of it, but okay. Let's move on because of the sake of time. Iron, a lot of people would think of iron as a good thing, which it can be a good thing. Um, but we think of like people who are iron deficient, but one of the things that you talk about is iron. It ages us rapidly. It's connection to strokes and heart attacks and inflammation. Talk about it. So it's another double-edged sword, Dr. Pomp. It's similar to copper. So iron is very important when we're in the growth phase of life. And a lot of people understand that because when they're anemic, they need a little extra iron, a little B12, a little folate, methylated folic acid, and so on and so forth. But it starts to accumulate. And the only way you get rid of it is through the blood. So I tell all of my people that are 40 and above to start donating blood at least once a year. And what we're finding is that those people that start having brain problems, similar to what you see in copper toxicity, will start, will start stockpiling co copper as well as iron in the brain. And that also leads to Alzheimer's. So it's uh. a ticking time bomb. Women that menstruate don't have an issue, but they start accommodating the same amount of heart disease, diabetes, and cancer as men because they have much, they, they stop losing the iron and they stop, start, start stockpiling it. So a woman of childbearing age has half the iron of a man the same age. So iron is a very big aging factor. It's highly 
It's a high catalyst of oxidative stress. It's very important for the free radicals and all the brown spots are usually excess and junk iron that are coming out in your skin. So iron is not your friend. So you've got to take every year a ferritin level to see what the stored iron is. That is the iron that is the bound iron. And if it's above 100 NG per slash ML, then you've got issues. Yeah, that's what I was just going to say, because if someone goes and uh, they hear this conversation, they pull up one of their blood results. Oh, they did my ferritin levels, but it says it's normal. No, no, male, no, no. They allow it up to 300. Uh, it, it's, normal for, it's normal for somebody that's sick and on his way to a heart attack. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So the point I'm making, folks, is if you look at your blood test or you have your doctor look at your ferritin levels, the range is even sometimes over 300. Um, and you may think you're normal, but <clears throat> what Aunt Louise is saying is under a hundred, everybody should be under a hundred. And if you're not under a hundred, the cheap, easy solution is donate blood. How much blood do you typically have to donate and how often you, I can think you said it a couple times a year. Well, I had a client that read radical longevity and it's actually saved his life because he had a ferritin that was nine, nine, nine which meant that he was a, it was a real walking time bomb. He donated blood every two weeks to get it below 100. Most yeah. people need to donate every three to four months. So it's imperative if you want to live long. The longest people in the world have blood levels between 50 and 70. That's where the blue zones come into play. Mm. So lower ferritin, because iron is a growth factor, we don't want it to feed bacteria, feed cancer, feed tumors. You've got to keep it bound and you've got to keep it low, as low as you can go. And that means if you're eating red meat, which is a very high source of heme and bioavailable iron, you eat it with a little bit of red wine. The red wine is important because it blocks iron absorption as do the tannins in tea. Mm. So that's one of the reasons that we, we hear about the, um, the French paradox and what goes on in the Mediterranean countries. It's the use of blocking iron. And you're a big fan of fasting, I know. Fasting is one of the fastest ways to lower your iron. Mm. Absolutely. Why do you think, and, and I agree with every one of those things you just said, and there's a condition called hemochromatosis where people, have, their levels go ridiculously high. high, above a thousand, it's very, very dangerous condition, ages you very rapidly, but why beyond that condition, why, why do some people run higher ferritin levels? I think it's because they're eating too many iron-enriched foods. Some of the processed foods have iron-enriched foods. They're taking vitamins and minerals with excess iron. At the, after the age of 40, you have to have vitamins and minerals that are iron and copper-free. So they're getting it exogenously through the vitamins and minerals, through the iron-rich food, and the fact that they're not drinking wine with their red meat, which is an iron blocker. I love it. <laughs> I, I couldn't agree more. Very simple, very simple. I love it. And I love my wine with my, uh, my meal, which, uh, you know, and I, I eat only grass fed meat. Um, but to your point, you know, the, the wine and some of the teas are great blockers. Is there anything else that we need to know to help the absorption? Now, look, we could talk about hyperabsorption, vitamin C, it, it makes it hyperabsorbent. So it talk does. about some of the things that would make it worse and some of the things that we, again, other things we can do. Well, you hit it, vitamin C is a hyperabsorber, but there's a supplement which was very big 20 years ago called IP6, it's rice bran. That will get your iron levels down faster than even giving yeah. blood. Yeah, yeah, I, IP6, um, you can find I'm it online. Very, it's cheap, but it's very underrated and underappreciated. Yeah, yeah, you can find it on Amazon, IP6, right? And, and, and um, that helps when you take it with meals. 
Yes, it does, but it'll get rid of the iron and the copper, which is a double whammy. IP6, this is informative. People need to know this. This is a great interview already. Okay. They, they do because this is cheap, Dr. Pompa. We're not talking about expensive stem cells or PRP or going yeah. in for this, that, or the other. This is cheap stuff that nobody knows about, which is why I had to write about it in Radical Longevity. And, and get the book, and I'm sure you can find it on Amazon, but do you want? can they get it off of your website? Give, give what you want to direct people to. If they go to RadicalLongevityBook.com, we'll give them six free gifts. But if they go to Amazon, let them write a review if they love the book. That's awesome. You have all kinds of tips and tricks in there. So that, that's what makes it such a, a, a great resource. Cheap so, tricks. Let, yeah, I believe that's in right. cheap, cheap tricks. tricks. I, cheap, <laughs> and Louise, we're not accusing you of coming on the show and doing cheap tricks, but you are <laughs> giving them. But you are giving them. I like that. All right. Um, no, honestly, this is great, great information. So, all right, let's, these are huge topics. I'm telling you, this is huge uh, in, in iron pans, uh, although you might uh, it's on. another it's another big one because people have inherited their iron pots and pans from their grandparents and they're yeah. well seasoned we got somebody's iron levels down 100 points by just removing the iron cookware from their kitchen so yeah. that's another big source of iron you mentioned where the sources of iron are coming from that's one of the biggest that's why i didn't want you not to say it so okay let's move on Parasites uh, in the U.S. Okay, I understand you live in a third world country, but what about these American parasites? Talk about it. So in my estimation, Dr. Pompa, six out of 10 of my people have one or more of a hidden invaders, uninvited guests. And I find a lot of blastocystis, a lot of amoeba, giardia, when people have gallbladder issues. And I also find tapeworm if they can't lose weight. So we put them on a parasite cleansing twice a year. I've written books about it. But more importantly, and this is another thing that'll really kind of blow your mind. I interviewed a fellow that cured himself of small cell lung carcinoma using a parasite remedy. It was a fenbendazole. It was a Panacure C fenbendazole, 222 milligrams. In three months, he has no cancer whatsoever. Hmm. It's a dog dewormer that is curing cancer, might I tell you. So this particular dog dewormer not only blocks parasites, but it blocks sugar and it also enhances a gene, which is a tumor suppression gene. So the parasite connection to virus, to cancer, to all the incurables is really very interesting. And I think people have to do a cleanse at least once or twice a year. What was the one that you mentioned, the, 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 uh, the dog? Um... It's called Panacure C. Yeah. Panacure C. I take it as a preventative because it, because it helps that tumor suppression gene, P53. Yeah, that, that's what I, yeah, exactly. Uh, Panacure C. And you can you can find it uh, find on, it on, a, on Amazon. It's another cheap trick. It's like what seven, eight, ten dollars maybe. So you get Panacure C enough for a ten pound dog. So you get in a little powder. It doesn't taste like anything. Two hundred twenty two milligrams. But it's been known to help fifty thousand to seventy five thousand people cure cancer. And there's studies going on in Stanford and all these other illustrious universities. So this is another thing that you can do to prevent a degenerative disease and also enhance your ability to fight the disease as you get older. Yeah, and, and so you said, how much do they take and for how long? Initially, I was told you take three packets a week, but now people are taking it every day. If you've got a, God forbid, uh, terrible diagnosis, you wanna take it every day in a little bit of water, a little bit of juice, low sugar juice. And every day, every day for a certain time or just you I prevent- would take it. 
the gentleman that did the research, Joe Tippin, said to me that he's taking it every day of his life. And Dr. Pompa, this individual was an Oklahoma businessman. He didn't change his diet. He still eats sugar. He still eats the wrong kind of fats. I don't know, maybe canola oil. This is the thing that saved his life. This is kind of a miracle, a dog dewormer. And there's good research about it. That's another another interesting Uh, trick. uh, You know, it, it really is. So Taking three packs a day is about 225 No, 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 three packs a week. I'm sorry. Three I'm packs sorry. I, I, you said week. You said, I messed that up, not you. Um, taking three packs a week. Um, so in one pack, how many milligrams is there, I guess is the question. If, it, if you get Panacure, P-A-N-A-C-U-R, Panacure C, for a 10-pound dog, you take one pack and it'll give you the amount you need, no measuring needed, 222 mgs. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Great. Nothing could be, nothing could be easier. No, I, I agree. You know, interesting topic with, um, you know, the, the pandemic, um, and I won't use the word so we don't get shut down, but you know, people are taking to prevent that ivermectin. It's been interesting because what it's exposed is how many people have parasites and didn't know it. Ivermectin is kind of another one of these things that comes from, uh, you know, a bacteria in the soil from a a streptococcus type of good bacteria from the soil, that family of of, uh, mycotoxins. But they're taking it and they're blowing parasites out. (laughs) So they did it for one thing and they realized it was another. And it's another one of these actually really healthy things. Really healthy things. And the interesting thing is that parasites are the most immunosuppressive agent in the, in the body. So by removing the parasites, your body and your immune system get a real amped up power to go after all the other issues that are, it's being assaulted with. Yeah. Ivermectin. And again, a lot of people are finding it online because you know they buy it for their pets. If you look for heartworm things for your animals, ivermectin. Horses, ivermectin, right? So pinworms, pinworms. Yeah, exactly. Anyways, uh, you know, in, in you know, in Japan, they call ivermectin from this one soil. They get it from in Japan, but they call it the wonder drug. You it know, is a, it, and it is a wonder drug. It, it is. It is, and no wonder it cured the. You know, it, it was the big C. You know, unfortunately, it got political. But you know, the the research on ivermectin. I'm just going to say it, COVID. It's impeccable. It it is. It's unbelievable. And even preventing it, fixing it. I mean, and and even blocking people who got um, the jab and are transmitting uh, spike protein evidently blocks that. So I know. Thank thank God for these antiparasitics and hydroxychloroquine. We can say the same thing for in some manner, facet or form. I know. I know. Well, parasites are a big deal. Gosh. You know, I, I, I'm going to give, give you, let's just, you know, I, for the sake of time, you know, let's just let you rip on another. Just give us the last one, the thing that you want all of our viewers to know, because these are spectacular things that you've learned in, in your sharing. Give us another one. I'll leave it up to you. So the body has the ability to heal itself. That's really what the most important thing is. Bingo. You've got to get the mindset to believe that because believing is is doing is manifesting. What you believe can can happen will happen and manifest in your body and manifest in your life. So I'm a big believer in mindset, a miracle mindset. Wow. Well, I could not agree more. You become who you, uh, you know, your world becomes the the way you perceive it, right? And, um, you know, and and your life becomes 
you know, that how you perceive your life, right? And you can, this, when we call it just a placebo, this has the ability to heal you. It really does. But it also has the ability to destroy you with a bad mindset. This is so true. Yeah. We call it neuroplasty. The, the brain literally can rewire itself and therefore, you know, rewire the body. And, so uh, so that's why I think, and I know you agree with me, Dr. Papa, that there's nothing incurable. You're just not looking in the right place. Yeah, couldn't, couldn't uh, agree with you more. Uh, remove the interference and the body does the healing. What a powerful show. And Louise, I'm telling you, thank you for being here. I, I'm telling you, you gave such amazing tips that will extend people's lives, their brains, their immune systems, all of it uh, in just that quick of a time. So we're grateful for you to be here. Thank you. And I'm grateful for you to have me. Get as your book. Guest. Absolutely. Hold <laughs> your book up again. Get her book because you know what? She just glossed over the number of tips that she just gave. But in Radical Longevity, there's a lot more. Get the book. It's a great one. Thanks. Thank you. I want to give thanks to one of our sponsors, Cyto Defend. Look, at a time like this, I think that our immune system and keeping our immune system up right now is more important than ever. I can also tell you that I pay attention to the things that keep my immune system on par and healthy. So, so glad that Cyto Defend is one of our sponsors here on Cell TV. And it's a product that I use, my family uses, and hopefully you'll check it out. And by the way, you can check it out with the link right here below. If you wanna try a free bottle, you can actually get a free bottle, just pay the shipping. And I think you'll reorder after that, but check it out. If you're listening to this podcast and want to access the amazing CytoDefend product Dr. Pompa just mentioned, please visit freeimmunity.com. Again, that's freeimmunity.com. Well, that's it for this week. The materials and content within this podcast are intended as general information only and are not to be considered a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. If you would like to purchase some of the supplements mentioned on this show, please visit the site as seen on chtv.com and use the code chtv15 for 15% off. Again, that's as seen on chtv.com. Use the code chtv15 for 15% off. And as always, thanks for listening.